Welcome back, everyone. This is part two of the Roman's Empire podcast, where we're going to be previewing the Valencia match and also the Liverpool match at the end of the week. But first things first, guys, I want you to make sure to go check out part one of our podcast. We talked all things Chelsea versus Wolves. We broke down the match in detail. I had to change my pants halfway through the show after talking about Tammy Abraham's hat trick at the weekend. So make sure you go check that out. Also, Make sure you check out our new Instagram page, Roman's Empire Pod. So, Sam, Andres. Yeah. Well, last episode, we, last episode, we also uh, forgot to answer Nick Lenartson's question. <laughs> Rep Ultra, <Yeah. laughs> Nick Lenartson. The originator of the Rep Ultra hashtag. Yeah, by that's the way. true. Um, and the question he asked was, what formation do you prefer us to play? Uh, Zach, you want to start us off? What's your favorite formation? Um, we have this conversation every week, um, but I really like the way the, okay, I'm not going to stay wedded to one formation, but I do like the idea of having three at the back and playing with wingbacks. So I, I'll just kind of stop right there because I think there's so many variations of that that would work with us, but we just look more solid with a back three. Um, you know, we could get the best out of our players. Everson's more than capable of playing there. Now we could actually rotate that left-hand side because we could feel comfortable playing Alonzo in his natural position as well. Um, and, and we know Aspie could do a job on the right. So, you know, anything with a back three and some wing backs, you can count me in. Andreas, what about you? I'm more of a 4-3-3 guy. I think our strength is our center midfield. I think when we're healthy, our back four should be pretty strong. Uh, so yeah, for me, it's it's the four three three with uh, probably a midfield three that includes Jorginho and Conte plus one, and attacking fullbacks. So yeah, for me, it's it's the four three three is is one of the more flexible formations in my mind. So that, also, that's my preference. Our strength is our midfield, and if two of our midfielders are going to be two wingbacks, uh, then we're not really using. You, you know, can play like, a three five two. Yeah, you can. I mean, but then you're going to have not enough. You're not going to have three in the front. You know, either way, you're going to have to compensate with someone. Yeah, right. You know? So I, I'm, I'm with I'm with Andreas. I, I agree. I think playing four in the back. But I did like what I saw. I did. I did. I think for some situations, a three four three would be better. But I think for me, it's like every game, every match, I, I, I see a midfielder who's left off who I feel like, damn, he should have played. Obviously, this week, that person was Ross Barkley. But <laughs> and also in in part one we kind of mentioned the the Pulisic conundrum. If we're only going to play two up front, or if we're already limiting wingbacks or the number of wingers, I I think it has to be a, a mix of, of I don't know. For me, it's the three midfields and the three forwards. You know, Loftus Cheek or Kovacic, Conte, Jorginho in the midfield three, or even Mount in the midfield three, and then the front three: Cho, Pulisic. You are <laughs> are are fascinating and the players that make me want to watch are, are all those kind of players. So I, I'd rather have more of them. No, no disrespect to our center backs. I just, I think those are the guys that are going to win us the games more so than our center backs. Yeah. All right. So now let's get into our European match taking place on a Tuesday. Finally back it's on a Talk. Tuesday night. Go. Tuesday. <laughs> we are. <laughs> oh, it's okay if Andreas does it. Okay, it's it's not as offensive. But uh, finally back in the Premier, I mean in the Champions League, and it feels great. Uh, first match at the Bridge against Valencia, aka Valencia. 
Uh, right now they sit 13th right now in La Liga with a 1-1-2 one, one record, uh, minus two goal differential, and only five goals scored in their first four. So uh, obviously not the most, uh, probably one of the, the weakest uh, matchups we have in our group. But uh, they weren't—they're not the same team that they were last year when they when they did qualify. Um, but Andreas, I'll start off with you. What do we need to do to win this match? I think that surprisingly, we're more. I mentioned this briefly. I think when our groups were selected, I think we're a lot more suited to play European sides because of how quick we can transition the ball up the pitch. So for me, I think that not getting too eager in the first 15 minutes is important because again, I think we'll run that four, three, three with the kind of pressing style. And then the other part, I think it's extremely, extremely important that we score early just because as we saw this weekend, that gives our team so much confidence. And I mean, we're a young team, so we're going to run in confidence a lot. So for me, it's don't, don't get too tired too early and let's get an early goal I think Valencia's, you know, probably the 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 best team to start with in the group right now. So, yeah, let's let's kind of let's get those three points. Usually in these games, uh, especially in Europe, when an English team dominates, it's because the other team is just completely blindsided by the physicality and athleticism and the and the speed of play, just in general. Because England shits on everywhere else in Europe uh, in in terms of speed of play, so. You know, coming out strong and playing with that intensity is something I'm going to look at. Andres, I know you said, like, maybe not being too greedy in the first 15 minutes. Don't try to commit too many men forward. I'm not saying that we should go completely gung-ho, but I would not be opposed to starting out with a with, with a high press and, you know, try to get a couple – try to create a couple opportunities in the first, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. That way we could put them on the back foot because right now this is a team that is not confident. And if we could kick them while they're down – that's just going to help us times 10. And confidence is, you know, it's certainly in our favor here, especially after our last performance. So coming out strong, maybe an early goal would be great, but I think it's more about the performance in the first 15 or 20 minutes. That's going to dictate how the rest of the game is going to be played because, I mean, Valencia is just kind of awful so far this year. But the thing that does worry me about them, and we talked about it on our preview episode, they do have the types of players that can hurt us. They got Carlos Soler and Geddes, who are like two creative wide players, and they got two. They 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 have a, actually have a really good uh, a pairing up front, um, which they haven't seen much of uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why, but they got a great target man in Maxi Gomez, who they bought from I think it was at Celta Vigo last year, and then they got Rodrigo, who's just full of pace and goals. Who can just kind of play off of him? They have players that can hurt us, but they're just not confident, and we got to knock that right from the get go. Now let's get into the predictions. Me personally, I think this is a win. Um, I, I from I I don't I'm not 100% confident going. I can't base my prediction of this week based off what I saw uh, from us against Wolves uh, because. I can't get the Sheffield match out of my mind. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we drew or we lost. But um, my prediction is going to be uh, we clearly don't keep a clean sheet. So anything nil is not is out of the out of the question. So I'm going to say 2-1. What about you, Zach? What do you think? I'm going 2-1. Mason Mount gets his first. 
European goal. Right. And uh, and Michi Batshuayi scores for us. Starten scores for us. Wait, an academy player, an a non-academy player is gonna score for us? <laughs> I think so, but, but but it works though. It works though because it's not in a Premier League. Yeah. So, so we're allowed to do that in other competitions. Right. So for me, I I kind of disagree with you, Sam. I think that because it's a Champions League game and we haven't had one of those in a while, and the game is at the Bridge, I hope that the atmosphere is insane and it can get these guys to find a way to get us clean sheet. I Zach mentioned it there while while Valencia does have the tools to potentially do damage I I don't think they will against us I think our our center backs are growing in confidence again I don't think the two goals were per, per se their fault so yes they got scored on but I I think we can get a 2-0 victory here and for me I think there are there is going to be a little bit more rotation on the side I think one or one of Pedro or William will score Again, being Europe, not the Premier League, something about those European nights. And then I think a goal will come from our midfield three. Not the wingers or the striker, the midfield three. Those are my those are my predictions. What, AKA not Ross Barkley. Come on. I mean why do you have hey, to if that my out? boy if my boy Kovacic can finally break his duck of like, I don't know, two or three years without a goal. <laughs> I'm, I'd be cool with it, but I. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's N'Golo Conte coming back. You you never know. Oh man, Kovacic kicking a ball at a at a goal is like Shaq shooting a free throw. <laughs> hey, the Kova crew doesn't need goals to to thrive. Okay, they got other stuff. No, we don't. We just need uh, everything else that he offers, <laughs> which is literally everything else. But Andres, <laughs> I I think it goes both ways. The whole excitement because. If you think about it, Rudiger probably isn't going to be playing, you know, a mid a midweek match when we got Liverpool coming up on Sunday, um, especially co just coming off injury. So we might see a center back pairing of uh, Tomori and maybe Zuma or Andreas Christensen. If it's Zuma, you know, two young center backs, I think that excitement could get to their heads a little bit, and uh, you know, it, it could also. You know, do the opposite instead of getting them really hyped to to get in. You know, it could be it could be a lot of pressure as well. So it, uh, I I mean I I do I'm not saying I disagree with what you're saying. I'm just saying that it's possible that it could be the opposite effect. But um, all right, let's get into the Liverpool match. I just brought that up. Uh, right now Liverpool. So this match is actually this is at the Bridge as well. So we'll be hosting two matches in the same week. Um, perfect. Liverpool is perfect through their first five matches. Obviously sitting first in the Premier League. Five points ahead of City already. What are um, you doing, City? I know, Get your blow. shit together and win this title it's for okay. all the Chelsea fans we out there. We already know Liverpool somehow, some way, is going to find a way to mess it up. So I'm not too worried. Uh, but Mane and Salah already have 11 combined goals and assists. Firmino looks like a different animal this season with five goal contributions already. Ridiculous uh, back heel. Right. <laughs> I know. He's, that, was, that was nasty. Um, so I'll start off with you, Zach. The same question I asked the last preview. What do we need to do to win? This is the perfect game for Frank Lampard to sit back, stay compact, and do our best to hit him on the break. I want to see Frank go full Jose. Um, the reason being because if we try to press Liverpool, they'll just pass around us. And if we try to outscore Liverpool, they, they'll just score more than us. So 
our only hope is to sit back, stay compact, maybe frustrate them a bit, limit the space in the wide areas for Mane, for Mane and Salah to operate, and and maybe we'll have a chance. It, it's this is kind of the worst possible timing because one, it's after a European match, and two, it's like on the heels of you know what we did to Wolves at the weekend. And it just kind of sucks that now we got to play Liverpool. And, uh, I mean, I know we're going to get into our predictions. I just don't feel that great about this game. Or considering... is it the perfect time, Zach? Right. If we were at, yes. Listen, if, if we were at Anfield, I would have tipped us to win. What? I will tell you that. Yeah, because we are great with, you know, uh, uh, we are great with, like, the quote-unquote second stringers and playing youth at Anfield. We're fantastic. Uh, okay well oh, yeah. i get i get what you're referring to but yeah. <laughs> i think this is actually the perfect time God, that took this. way too long for you guys to get <laughs> this, i'm disappointed uh, i'll give the setup a five out of ten right now <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing we're coming off of a, actually a good win so last time what also by the way we are the best team to have faced liverpool so far and we're the only team to actually draw after full time with them out of all their matches so far. And Shout that was before that is before Tammy started scoring. That is before our back line started figuring themselves out. That is before the other youth players got kind of molded into this side. So here's how I see it. We are on a high. We have the tactical setup that's worked against Liverpool already there with our players. So, to me, I think the timing couldn't be better. Liverpool's on this high horse, but we're kind of now the underdog and the Cinderella, and I think that we're thriving under that, starting to at least. And, you know, that game, again, the, the Super Cup, Salah and Mane, I think Mane scored both goals, but Salah was inconsequential. And... I don't know, man. I'm confident. I, I think that my thing, what do we need to win? For me, Emerson needs to be back healthy. I think Rudiger needs to play in this game. And N'Golo Conte. If those three guys can be in the starting 11 for Chelsea against Liverpool this upcoming weekend, I think we have a strong chance. So I'll save my prediction. Or, or Sam, are you cool if I just jump into it? Please, do go ahead. I'm going two on Chelsea. Like, I am... Call me stupid, but I think that this is the beginning of a good run. And, and the beginning of the end for Liverpool as well. <laughs> oh, man, that would be great. I mean, we had to be the we always have to be the ones that save England and keep Liverpool from winning the league, aren't we? So, I mean, let's start it early. <laughs> but really, though, I think that Frank has now learned after a few stupid mistakes here and there that maybe it is okay to be pragmatic. We were pragmatic against Liverpool, frustrated them, created more chances still. So that speed and athleticism that you were talking about, Zach, we can still use that to win. We don't have to kind of be scared. So to me, I think that we can get a result. I think that we'll actually win 2-1 at home. Um, it's not going to be pretty. Wow. But I think we can beat Liverpool. I something something is just like telling me that we're gonna like just old school beat them. Everything should have gone Liverpool's way, but we ended up getting the result. <laughs> the best kind like, of wins. Kind of yeah, like, like what kind of like what happened last season 
up until Sturridge decided to just smack it into the top corner just um, casually. Yes, exactly, Casual. exactly. Yeah. And, and I really think that that's what we could ex- what could happen. And also, worst case scenario, we lose this match. The next three or four Premier League matches we have are all extremely winnable games for Chelsea. So I, I want to take this game as just a, if we win, great. If we lose, it's not the end of the world. Because, again, Liverpool is on fire as well, to, to their credit. But I really do think that we can be, you know, continue this little kind of upset streak. We weren't favorites at Wolves. We probably won't be favorites against Liverpool. But something tells me we have something up our sleeve for this game. I think the performance matters more than the result, right? If we go out there and we get killed 5-4-0 uh, or 5-0, or four one five one whatever, I think that's going to be the worst possible thing that could happen for us. If we go out there and we lose and and put up a respectable performance, where you know it's just a, like a matter of Liverpool having much more class than we do right now within our squad, then I'm totally fine with that. And I'm not saying it's crazy to think that we can't win this game. It, it's it's or I'm not. I, I just confused the hell out of myself. It's not crazy yeah. to think that we can't win this game, right? Like, like, like we could totally do it. It's, it's definitely doable. But I don't know, guys. You know, I, for me, it's about that performance. If we, if we put on a good showing and there's positives to take away from the match that we could talk about next week when we record, then great. But I'm not going in there and expecting to win a game, and 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 I'm not going to be disappointed when it doesn't happen. I'm going 2-1 Liverpool. I just think they have too much. I, I I think we'll put up a good fight. I think that we'll we'll keep them out of out of our. Uh, I I think we'll go at least an hour with a clean sheet minimum. I I think we'll be compact. Frank is going to be sort of pragmatic. He's going to look to release players on the break. We might create a few chances, um, but you know Liverpool's obviously they're going to dominate the ball and they're probably going to score a goal. I mean, you look at Mane and Salah, 11 combined between the two of them thus far in five games and Firmino another five that's 16 within their front three is just ridiculous we talk about Tammy's goal scoring for him I mean this this front three just dwarfs it (laughs) times 10 because you know they are who they are but I don't know look if if we come back next week and we beat Liverpool on the podcast you guys better believe that I'm gonna have two extra pairs of pants because I'm gonna (laughs) Because that means that Tammy Abraham would have scored another hat trick. <laughs> That's the only way we're winning. <laughs> That's the only way we're winning. Dude, Tammy Abraham's got to score another hat trick. Next week's episode is going to be lit. That's that's the only way, way I can describe <laughs> it. <laughs> it's either going to be really fun or it's going to be just a compilation of Andres and I bitching and moaning about <laughs> terrible defending. And me moderating. <laughs> basically. Basically. But anyways, I mean, do you guys have anything else you want to add to these match previews? I mean, what do we think about City so far? Because we haven't really talked about them. But, I mean, clearly they're struggling with injuries. And, you know, Liverpool and City are a class above everyone else. Is that it? Are we seeing, like... Hey, we're only, what, a point? What is it, two points behind City right now after five games? Yeah, it's crazy to think that they already dropped five points. It's crazy to think that we're right back in the mix after, like, 
you know, being <laughs> in relegation for two weeks. Oh, oh, in the of the in the first two weeks, it's crazy to think that we jump back up. Yeah. <laughs> it it did take us five matches to have like a non-negative goal differential, so that's a little scary. And but we're even now, that doesn't count still. <laughs> we're we're now we're drawing have a negative again. We got Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> we have the same amount of points as Tottenham, Man United, and Arsenal, and we're actually ahead of and Arsenal. Lester. And well, yeah, and Leicester, but I meant like in the battle of oh, top four. Sure. I think we, you know, we're not. People aren't respecting what Chelsea can do, and you know, Chelsea's now again Cinderella story, underdog, whatever you want to call it. I think that that's going to be the headline for the team if they can. You know, we're going to have our our bumps and bruises, but we can also kind of take it. You know, we we are the second highest, third highest scoring team. We just concede a lot of goals right now, so mm-hmm. it's a it's a we're looking like we're trending up, guys. And also speaking about uh, conceding a lot of goals, shout out to David Luiz. Oh, oh. <laughs> still putting in work, uh, make ensuring that Arsenal doesn't uh, make Champions League. He's all, it's a blue through and through. I love it. <laughs> this is a uh, it, it, it's. Do you think Roman has like some Russian spy thing going on by sending David Luiz <laughs> to Arsenal? Yeah, he's a sleeper agent for sure. <laughs> I, I have, there's no doubt in my mind that that's 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 the case. And with that conversation, guys, that actually brings us to the end of our little preview episode that we had here. So, for all of our lovely listeners out there, um, make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Roman's Empire Pod. I also launched an Instagram page. There's not that much content on it. I recently got engaged, so cut me some slack. But make sure you go follow it. Um, we're really looking to build up that page and, and to post a lot more cool content on there. Um, and hopefully sometime soon we could even get some match reactions um, um, in our uh, in our story. So um, make sure you follow us. Andres, Sam, it's been a pleasure as always. And uh, until next time, everyone, keep the blue flag flying high.